0: is here lots to discuss right here on the coach jb show i appreciate everybody joining in pound the like button subscribe become a member if you're not one already bmks are in the building if you don't know what that means look it up appreciate everybody coming on in on this fearless friday heading into the weekend Lots to discuss here on this Fearless Friday. I'm headed to Scottsdale. Go hang out with my boy, Pat Perez. It was his birthday the other day, so we're going to go hang out. And have a few drinks and uh, chill. Go check out a few things, and then I'll be back for Monday's show, of course. Some XFL football this weekend. The NFL Combine is in full s- swing. Matt McChesney's is going to join me this morning. We're going to break that down. Is it really worth it? Is it worth the price of admission? Is it overrated? Do you get what you need to get out of the combine? We're going to break all that up and more. Hector's in the building. Mo, Uncle Moot, everybody in the house, what up, what up, what up for show 85 in the building. My audio book is being created as we speak little by little. I'm trying to knock that thing out. So a little snippet of the testimonials is on YouTube, by the way. So you can check that out. It's up and running on my page. Um, this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off. Welcome bonus. Make sure you head on over there. Basketball playoffs, NBA playoffs are right around the corner. The NHL, baseballs, and spring training. Getting ready to go, full go. You can bet it all on betonline.ag. Make sure you use my promo code B-L-E-A-V. And if you want the cleanest dip in America, go get you some Canada Dips. Hector's favorite. Head on over to CanadaDipsCBD.com. Use my promo code COACHJB, all caps, and get you 20% off plus free shipping. Canada Dips, made right here in the Humboldt Mountains, of course. Humboldt County, the home of CBD.com. Go check it out candidates coach jb all caps promo code i'm in a challenge so make sure you guys go over there and use my promo code at candidate cbd.com they got the cleanest dip there is um everybody on tiktok what up come on through come on through and uh live on youtube i'll be on here for a while because you know uh you guys are too soft for me and you'll end up booting me off um uh, I'm waiting on the long cut, Hector. I'm waiting on the long cut. I'm going to break down some things. I want to compare the NFL quarterbacks from the past and the current to the college quarterbacks who are coming out in this year's draft. I'm going to break that down. I'm going to give you a Bryce Young comparison, a C.J. Stroud comparison, a Will Levis comparison. I'm going to give you everybody. I'm going to give you Anthony Richardson comparisons, um, Stetson Bennett, Hendon Hookers. I'm going to go down the list, and I'm going to tell you who's going to be a bust and who's not. We're going to break that down. I'm going to compare those things later on. Matt McChess is going to join me later. We're going to talk about the NFL combine and all these 40-yard dashes you're seeing in the 20s and the 100s and the 40 in the in the 225 bench and the agility stations and the D-linemen running around hoops and circles and fucking jumping with bags. I mean, we're going to do it all. We're going to break it down. Is it overrated or not? We're going to get into all that stuff. Um and, uh, you know, I got Jake Hayner on the on the board from Fresno State. I'm going to break him down, compare him to who I think he compares to past, current, everybody. Uh, now, I'm not banned on TikTok just yet, but I'm on live right now. So hopefully they don't get us banned. All right. Quote of the day. Let me get you started in the right way. Those who don't know the value of loyalty can never appreciate the cost of betrayal. Let that resonate. Let that mic drop on you. Those who don't know the value of loyalty can never appreciate the cost of betrayal. That is no, I don't know if there's any more truer spoken words than that. I say that obviously. I talk a lot about loyalty and betrayal because there's a lot of that going on right now, especially uh, not only in your circle, I'm sure everyone's circle my circle is uh, shit i just keep it small and tight my circle small and tight that's what he said i keep it down uh to a bare minimum contrary to belief brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. head on over to CanadipCBD.com. get you some dip use my promo code CoachJB, all caps um contrary to belief your favorite segment People don't realize you can forgive them without ever speaking to them again. It's not a grudge. It's a peace of mind. Contrary to belief, respect those who tell the truth. Integrity is everything. And contrary to belief, skin color don't mean shit. You're either a good person or a piece of shit. End of story. Contrary to belief, everyone has two eyes, but not everybody has the same view. No one has the same view. We all have two eyes. No one has the same view. I'll tell you that much. Um, Appreciate everybody. Come on over to YouTube live right here. Uh, We're here. Fearless Friday. Getting a crack in here this morning. 6 a.m. Pacific. Five days a week. Uh, The Clippers are winless with Russell Westbrook. Where is A-Rod headed? The Saints ready to sign Derek Carr. The NFL Combine stats and, Anthony, and Antonio Brown's weirdo ass finally retires. Clap it up for A-B. Um, about time weirdo ass retired. I mean, what else is he here for? What else has he got to do? Like, what is A-B really sitting around waiting to do? Now he bought an Arena League team. His old man's old team. His dad used to coach uh, arena. By the way, Antonio Brown's dad was coaching in Kansas when I was there. Juco. Uh, If you don't know that, and AB's dad was a Juco coach in Kansas. A lot going on. A-Rod news is spiking up. It's spicing up. We got a lot of, uh, a lot of rumors out there. He got out of the dark room. Where is he going? What's he going to do? Who knows? Who knows? We're going to get into all that. Um, like I said, my audio book is being built as we speak, right out of my fucking mouth. I'm doing it right here. I've already got, gone through four chapters. The little snippet in the in the in the, uh, the the shout out section of the of the uh, book I've already put on YouTube. So it's not only it's not just me reading straight from my book. By the way, it's not just me reading from the book like this. It is actually reading the chapters chapter by chapter in my own way. You might see me sipping on some yak, smoking a stick, lighting a cigar. You don't know what it is. My dogs might be down here fucking. Who knows? But it's going to be real and raw and uncut. That's the audio version book I'm making, and I think it's going to be fire. People are already liking it. Yeah, I don't think AB is going to make it too much longer in in, in this world, man. Um, You know, it is what it is, but... We'll see. Uh, come on over to YouTube Live. If you're not over there, TikTok. Can't wait to get into it, man. We got a lot to discuss here. A-Rod, uh, obviously. The Panthers have called the Packers to inquire about a potential Aaron Rodgers trade. Uh I don't know if I like the Panthers. I, I do like their buildup, their makeup. They got a good wideout crew. They got a good run game. They got probably the best O-line in football that no one talks about. They have a top 10 defense in the NFL. The Panthers are on the verge, on the cusp. They have a legitimate team. I think they do need a quarterback. Of course, we all know that. So does everyone in the NFL. But does A-Rod want to go to the Carolinas to finish his career? I don't think it's a sexy enough attraction for A-Rod. I don't think it's an appeal that he wants to take. I don't think that's a a very appealing place for A-Rod. I think it's more Frisco, Vegas, Miami. That's personally what I think. I told Jason Whitlock that yesterday. I think A-Rod to Miami makes a lot of sense. I think Lamar Jackson to Washington – Makes a lot of sense uh, getting there with B the enemy in Washington with McLaurin and that system that you can run RPO play action boot naked triple option with. You can do it with the enemy in, in, in Washington. Take things he's got from Andy Reid. Use those things. Implement those with, with Lamar. Uh, give him one side field reads. Ha- cut the field off in half. If Lamar to Miami, th- you think that makes sense because they have wideouts all over the place. You gotta, you don't know football. Lamar Jackson's not gonna drop back and read coverage and have four wide receivers to look at and understand that this read got taken away. Now who's my number two? And now number two's dead. Who's my number three? That's not Lamar Jackson. That's a Rod. So a Rod makes more sense in Miami. Lamar Jackson makes more sense with an RPO play action one side of the field read. I got McLaurin. Let's work his ass all day long. You're not going to be able to double-team McLaurin. You know why? Because you got to load the box to stop the run game, to stop Lamar Jackson and the RPO business. You're not going to be able to double-team McLaren. I don't want to hear all that shit. You can't double-team Tyreek Hill and Waddle. No shit. You don't need to because Lamar can't get on the ball anyway. <laughs> so I'm just telling you. So – that's my take. We're going to get into that later on uh, in the show. Um, fat and small. I don't know if you noticed. Know there's this thing out there. These are all fat actors that used to be. Actresses, actors. Look at them now. Look at them now. Look at Jonah Hill now. Look like a crack baby. Ethan Soupley, That cat was from, you know, remember the Titans. Remember the big fat cat singing and stuff. Look at him now. He's like a weight room extraordinary. He works out and does all these fitness shows. Everyone talks about the script in the NFL, right? When that whole thing came out um, with, with the guy from the tech, you know, Foster, Aaron Foster came out with the script and all that blew up just to get his show some hype. Well, this is the the Hollywood script. People are telling me, like, people say you gotta you gotta gain this weight for this show, you gotta you gotta lose this weight for this, and they say you see that's why you see a lot of these cats found in hotel rooms by themselves dead. That is why they say you see a lot of this because of how hard it is. You know how hard it is to go from that fat Joni Hill to this skinny little Joni Hill? Have you ever seen Will Smith from movie to movie, how his body transforms? You gotta look into some of that. I just heard this story, and that's why I showed this picture. But I was like, maybe, maybe on to something. Maybe on to something. There's a lot of fat cats that gotta lose a lot of weight. Rebel Wilson, goddamn, she was horrible. She was big, wasn't she? She looks like a goddamn, the whole damn Twinkie. Look at my boys, Ethan Supley. Man, he had to weigh 400. So, um, and then you know you're going to have the clone talk, dog. Come on, the clone talk. <laughs> uh I'm not quite there on the clone discussion. Um KD, apparently, dog, he's fucking... Ben Simmons. I I mean, Brittany (laughs) Griner. Apparently, KD's fucking Ben Simmons. I mean, uh, Brittany Griner. That's a rumor, according to this picture. Um, All right, listen. I'm not going to drop fake news. They both are in Phoenix. They both play. One plays in the Wa's Phoenix, Mercury. The other one plays for the Suns. They saw each other at practice. Let's not make a big thing out of it. I thought it was Ben Simmons coming over to join KD. (laughs) That's what I thought. I thought it was Ben Simmons. But apparently that's uh, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner's a tall bitch, ain't she? He or them or him or shim? Whatever. What is what what the fuck is he? Uh, what is he? Is he a made-up human too? Is Britney the made-up human that we're talking about all the time on this show? I don't know. I don't know if he's a made-up human or not. If you don't know what a made-up human is, come on over to the Coach JB show every day. You'll find out what a made-up human is. I think Britney Griner could be a made-up human. I don't know. But that's a tall motherfucker. She I mean him, they, them, him, they. What the fuck is they? What are they? I don't know. Uh, My bionics came out. What is they? That is actually a real term that you use inside the hood. If you don't know that, then you've never been there. And then the the common folk, oh, JB, you don't know how to speak. Shut the fuck up. I do know how to speak, bitch. I got four degrees. All right, so I don't know what's going on in America right now, but apparently we're jacking each other off at an all-time rate. Um, And. We are filming that like it's a major, major news story. I really don't know what we're doing in America anymore, dog. I really don't. That shit is crazy. We're jacking off pieces of wood with sandpaper, and, and I don't understand what is happening. Zay R, yeah. It is too early for this. But you come on this show, we get after it early and often. Um is LeBron really hurt? I'm confused. B. Mart, where you at? Because I heard <laughs> Now I think that's old video. Just I'm just ruffling feathers with everybody. Um, I'm pretty sure that's an old video. If LeBron's moving around like that and not playing, then he is the definition of a BMK. We already know that. So we already know that. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. I think it's pretty old, D. Jones. I think that's pretty old. But if it's not old... Um, I don't know what to think. If that's not old, somebody sent me that, but I think that's old. Um, LeBron is not in his boot. Nah, I don't believe that's real. I'm pretty sure that's old. Um, somebody sent me that, though, like it was new, and I'm like, man, that ain't new. LeBron ain't that dumb to be out there partying if he really is injured. But you never know nowadays. And And all you fans, all you fans would accept it. You would all take his apology. Le- I can see LeBron tomorrow coming up to the podium. You know what, man? You know, I'm, I, I I can't move basketball-wise, but I can move, you know, on at the club. So don't take it, but I do apologize for coming out there and, and looking like I'm okay. Uh, please accept my apology. All you fanboys would suck his dick tomorrow. You'd be there tomorrow at the Laker game at Staples Center to watch him sit in a boot on the sideline. <laughs> That's why we're fucked up. That's why. Kyrie drops 40, the Mavs finally win and the Clippers lose their fourth straight. And they've lost their fourth straight since acquiring Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook has been acquired. They've lost four straight. Listen to this. I want you to take a look at this. This is this is an embarrassment in my opinion. This is a very big, fat slap in the face. And if you haven't seen this clip from last night, man, take a look at this. Well, sure. You can
1: see here how the Warriors are going to guard him. Draymond Green can see here. How-
0: <laughs> no shit you can see here how they're going to guard him.
1: Do you believe that
0: shit? Look at this video. Dog, look at it. Just have a look. Look, do you look at this? Two guys have their back to him. Actually, three guys. Clay Thompson, who's that Kaminga, and DaVincio or whatever his name is. They have their back to him. And Draymond don't care. He's 20 feet away. Let's keep looking. Look, they're all they're actually not giving a shit about him. Like, dog, that shit is a big slap in the face, Russell Westbrook. You got to. I, I, I hate to say this, but I love Russell Westbrook, dog. I think he's a phenomenal talent. Like I said, I coach his old, his uh, younger brother. Um, listen, here's the thing. That video right there has got to be ultimate disrespect. It has to be ultimate disrespect. Because... I can't show too much video on that audio Sparta cuz they'll copyright me, dog. So I the ultimate disrespect for Russell Westbrook to have that sag off defense. And for Russell Westbrook, why didn't he just drive the lane? Why isn't he driving right here? Go attack the rim. Go attack the rim. What are we doing? Do you imagine that being Kobe or Jordan or anyone back in the day or anyone that had like I, I, I I guess they would shoot the three so you wouldn't be playing that defense. But just imagine running down the court and standing there, not taking a shot and not driving it. Like, ah. Uh, I don't get it, dog. I don't get it. Um, whole question. Where does Aaron Rodgers end up? Well, that is the $60 million question because if you want to take Aaron Rodgers and you want to take Aaron Rodgers by March 15th trade deadline, you have to have $60 million in cap for at least a day or two. You have to have them cap availability for at least one day or two. That means you have to have $60 million available for one day to sign him, restructure a deal, and then move that deal and start to massage it. And how many teams have $60 to play with? That is the question. That's the $60 million question. And who is willing to open that space up? Now, let's take a look. Now that you know what really needs to happen, now let's break this down. Who recently has started to open up cap space and release guys? Tennessee. Taylor Lewan released. Woods, the receiver, released. Opened up $61 million in cap space. Hmm. So, all right. So the Titans opened up the space. All right. million, Marcus Mariota, released, opened up some cap space. Atlanta now has $60 million of available cap space. All right? So you got Tennessee, you got Atlanta. Now, Miami. Miami has some work to do. They do have cap space right now, but they got to figure out what they're going to do with Tua. So do they trade Tua? Do they release Tua? What do they do? Do they tell Tua, dog, you you can't play this game anymore. You're going to die. Get away. Go to Hawaii. Chill out. Your brother's going to get drafted soon. Your brother's going to be the legacy of the family. You are damaged goods. Your brain is mush." That is what I would tell him. Sorry, that's just what it is because we got to be truthful to these kids. This guy's life is at risk. He's young. It's not like he's 40. So Miami needs a quarterback contrary to belief. And I think Aaron Rodgers' best fit is in Miami. That's just personal to my opinion. So we're going we're gonna to dive into that deeper later. The 49ers, what do they do? Gotta get rid of Trey Lance, Garoppolo, you got a lot to work on. And if Purdy doesn't take have this surgery, dog, you have to start thinking his season's done. The 49ers Purdy experiment is over. Because if the Niners can't figure out how to get this guy a surgery, then the surgery is doesn't gonna it isn't gonna matter. Purdy's not going to be able to play next year. And now you have zero QBs. You have zero QBs. So now you just wasted all that draft capital, all those draft picks on Trey Lance. And he ain't even never going to play for you. You're probably going to have to get rid of him. And you're going to have to make a push at getting Aaron Rodgers. What can the Niners do to get Aaron Rodgers? We're going to break that down. Because listen, everyone talks about they're not going to trade him to an NFC team. I, I beg to differ. Here's why. I beg to differ. Here's why. Here's why I I, diff, I I beg to differ. All right? If A-Rod and the Packers mutually agree, we don't want anything to do with each other anymore. This is it. We had this discussion. A-Rod come out the black box. He said, listen, I just smoked a big-ass joint. I'm high as shit. I'm on ayahuasca. I'm fucking smoking flowers and doing all the weird shit I do up in trees. If I said I didn't want to be back in Green Bay, you said we would make a deal and we would negotiate this. Well, here we are. This has come to full circle. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to play in the frozen tundra Of Green Bay. I love it here. It's my home forever and all that. But I want to play on the West Coast and end my career at home. What will you do for me to get me to be a 49er? I think if it's mutual, I think it can happen. That's my personal opinion. I think if it's a mutual deal, he can play for anybody. I think he can play for anyone in the, the NFL. If it's mutual between the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. That's what I personally believe. You may not believe it. I think so. I just think that he wants to be home. I just... I, I see everything leading towards him playing, playing at home. I, I just have a gut feeling that he wants to play at home. I don't see him going anywhere else like Miami would be the best closest fit to me it's LA weather or it's California similar weather uh South Beach with him weirdo fuck I don't know is it too much for him I don't believe all the shit you guys believe I hear all these people all the time talk about A-Rod is quiet he's reserved he only goes on Pat McAfee see I don't agree to that He don't go only on Pat McAfee, by the way, if you go look into it. He doesn't do mainstream media, but he does a million other shows and podcasts. And if you're that quiet and reserved, you're not going on Rogan. You're not going on this show he did on Tuesday after he got out of the black box to tell everyone how his experience was. So. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. He's as reserved as everyone thinks. I think he wants you to know about what he does because that's his fucking weirdness. That's just what it is. I stop caring about what he does. I li- I just want to see what he does on the football field, just like I do, just like I cared about when Kobe Bryant was on the basketball court. I don't care about your personal life. I don't care what you do off the courts. I don't care what you do off the field. As long as you're not out there, you know, domestic violating any women, hitting women, uh, abusing women. You're not a pedo. As long as you're not that guy, I don't care what you do. Just throw the football. Let me see you play. I want to see greatness. Aaron Rodgers is a top five ball spinner of all time. I want to see him throw the ball. I don't care what he does off the field. I don't care about a black box and all this shit that you guys care about. Like, it's unbelievable that the black box is trending when Aaron Rodgers came out. The black hole or whatever the fuck it is. It it blows my mind. Get out of that shit. I don't care about all that. Let's see him throw the rock. That's all I care about. So where does he end up? That's the question. That's the $60 million question. Jalen Carter, I mentioned and talked about the whole story yesterday. You know, they removed him from the from the from the combine to uh, address the arrest warrant. They worked that out. I'm sure they paid a bond. He was back at the combine yesterday. Listen. I'm getting DM by people saying, "Coach, you're wrong. You got the facts wrong on the Jalen Carter thing." You know, He didn't kill no one. He was just in a speed race, drag race, street race that killed someone. (laughs) The ignorance in my DMs is at an all-time high right now. Between the Kansas City Chiefs fans, the Alabama men's basketball fucking support base, and now the Jalen Carter excuse makers. Where's the Henry Ruggs excuse makers? Are you next? Coach, he didn't kill nobody. The car killed someone. He was just going 176. He didn't kill nobody. You got your facts mixed up. (laughs) You got your facts mixed up, coach. He didn't kill no one. The car did. Like, the ignorance and the retardation in some of you blow my mind. See, the young generation, you TikTokers and all them, you guys have excuses for excuses that's the problem you cats really will make an excuse for the excuse that is how bad you motherfuckers are oh no he didn't kill him coach he was in a car that killed him the car killed him he was just drinking and chilling and and, you know they were drag racing he didn't kill him though (laughs) like dog it blows my mind that those are literal dms that i get And holy shit, dog. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. And I don't care if he's the driver or the passenger, dog. Do you realize he's in the car? Do you realize you're going to be the first round draft pick in the NFL? See, a lot of you motherfuckers are still trying to make excuses. Coach, he might have been the passenger. We don't know yet. I don't give a fuck if he was on the roof. You're going to be a first-round draft pick. You have no value for the dollar. You have no value for life. Anyone else's or your own. And you don't give a shit what happened, period. I don't care if you're in the car. You know what that's called? Being a leader, homie. How about you be the big homie and the OG that's about to get drafted and make everyone's life around you better and say, Hey, dog, let's pump our brakes. Let's get out this shit and let's go to the Denny's and go chase some hoes. How about we do that shit? Now nah, let's drive on this street and let's go a hundred with a bunch of liquor in the car. How about we make that decision? But see, y'all making excuses. Oh, coach, he was in a shotgun. I don't give a fuck where he was. That's the problem with you, motherfuckers. He's a follower. And I guarantee you, if it was my ass, I would have been out the car. I would have been out the car, gone. I'm like, fuck that. I'm about to get 30 mil. I'm about to go make 30 million in two weeks. <laughs> like, how hard is that? How hard is that decision? Let me go make 30 mil or die or kill someone. Huh, let me sit here and think about that. I don't know. I might have to, uh, I might have to, let me just, let me take a shot. Let me take a chance and sit in this 700 horsepower Jeep. Let me sit in this new NIL deal. By the way, it was an NIL booster money car. Let me sit in this 700 horsepower Jeep. Say, fuck it. Let's, let's chill. Let's, just go. Let's check it. Punch it, homie. Let's roll. Fuck it. Woo. Hey, you motherfuckers on TikTok make excuses for that shit. I wouldn't pay Daniel Jones over $20 million. That's my personal opinion. I like Daniel Jones. I told you he'd have a great season. He did. He got to the playoffs, won a game. Brian Dable has resurrected Daniel Jones. I don't believe I'd pay Daniel Jones over $20 million. I would not pay Saquon Barkley over $10 million. So the Giants are in a quite of a... Um, pickle bag they're in a fucking trick bag if you want if you will say my if i won't say myself they are in a trick bag and they're going to possibly lose daniel jones and saquon barkley and if you have to choose one tag one because you can only tag one you cannot tag both you cannot tag both of them you can only tag one of them per year i say they tag daniel jones they cut bait with saquon running backs are a dime a dozen i don't care How good you think he is. He is an injury prone running back. He's an injury away from wasting money. And he is a few years away from his career being over. Unfortunately, that's the NFL stands for not for long, especially when you pay running back. Running backs just aren't worth the pay. Sorry, can't pay him. Quarterbacks is what makes this league. Quarterbacks are what you have to have. If You get rid of Daniel Jones. Who do you have? Who can you get? And who's willing to come there? You just got rid of Gall- Galladay. I'm, I'm glad. He's horrible and overpaid. And you have no receivers in New York. Zero. You have no O-line in New York. Zero. You have to get an O-line in New York. You have to get some wide receivers. And now have to get a quarterback? Come on, dog! You can't start over from ground zero after going to the second round of the playoffs. You just can't do it. So, I don't know. I don't know. But you can get something out of Saquon. You can get something for Saquon if you can't get him signed, or you got you got to cut bait and, and and open that cap space up. You gotta you gotta let it up. You gotta let it up. Um, this draft has some excellent wide receiver talent, Mister Brown. They may. Do you know where the Giants sit in the draft? Let's look. I got it right here, dog. You asked, you shall receive. Where are the Giants at? Please tell me, where are the Giants in the draft? Number 25. Number 25. Do you think good receivers are going to be at number 25? By the time the Giants come around, do you think a rookie wide receiver that's good is going to be sitting at 25 for the Giants to take? Shadow combat, what do you think? I don't think so. And with all the trades and manipulations that happened in the first 10 picks in the draft, I believe the Giants either have to move up in a trade or have to make some type of big-time move in the trade with their current roster so you know i don't know that's just what i that's just what i said uh, that's what i think um tiktok come on over to youtube live dog i'm here because i'm about to start cussing and i don't want to get banned so come on over appreciate you guys peace um I think Chicago is trading number one. I think Chicago's trading number one. There's no doubt about it. Um, we'll, be, we'll be referring to this draft order throughout the, throughout the morning. Um, so we'll get to it. Um, make sure you guys pound the like button. We got 400 people in here right now. Pound the like button. We should have 400 likes for the first time. Hit the like button. If everybody just took one second and pounded the like button, we'd have 400 likes. It takes one second to hit the like button for your boy, Hit it. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag, use the promo code Coach JB and get you 50% off. Uh, I'm sorry, use the co- promo code Believe, B L E A V, and get you 50% off. CandidipCBD.com, proud sponsor of the show. Use my promo code Coach JB. Um, OJ Simpson's back in the news. Man, you got to love OJ Simpson. You know what I mean? I love OJ Simpson. And in the light of, you know, I go from sports, I go to, to murder trials, I talk at all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Right off the dome, by the way. Let me ask you some Murdoch trials, or whatever they got, with Murdoch trials, right? He was uh, found guilty yesterday, right? This goofy, redheaded fucking weirdo. So, OJ made the news again, and he came out, and if you haven't heard OJ's video, take a listen. And and, and then we'll talk about it.
2: Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but uh, I got to admit when he took the stand, a guy who.
0: Hold on, dog Time out. I almost spit up my fucking coffee, homie. I got to be honest. That motherfucker started. I haven't read. I haven't. I didn't hear that. Did that motherfucker just say, I, I don't know. I don't know why they think I'm the expert on this. <laughs> oh, dog, I love this motherfucker. I love OJ Simpson, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what heat I take. I absolutely love this motherfucker. Have, let's take a listen.
2: The world is me, yours truly. Well, a whole lot of people asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but. Uh, I got to admit, when he took the stand, a guy who's an habitual liar, I did watch Um, um, when the trial first started. uh, I watched him take the stand, and I uh, thought it was probably a mistake because the guy is an admitted liar, and it's hard for me to think he can be on the stand five, six, seven, eight days uh, without lying. The question is, what did he lie about? Uh, But... Lying and stealing money is a little different than murder. Uh, I realized in watching them testify what he was doing, he was just trying to relate to one or two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them. Uh, And I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing that. Uh, I am not qualified to to really say if the guy did it or he didn't do it.
1: What?
0: Oh, you gotta love this motherfucker. He dropped... He is just dropping his nuts and saying, fuck the world. Uh,
2: You know, if a juror miss an hour of testimony, they no longer qualified. I've missed days that I haven't watched this. Um, uh, But from what I've seen, do I think it's more likely that he did it? Yes. But more likely equals reasonable doubt. Uh, So uh, from what I know, uh, I would have to say there's a lot of reasonable doubt there. Uh, He's going to go to jail for all the thievery he did, stealing millions of dollars of people. I think he should be looked at more about the death of his housekeeper a few years ago, where he ended up with over $4 million of the insurance money. Um, I think they should take a hard look at that. But it wouldn't surprise me in the least if this guy beats this case. Uh, He's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail for all the money he stole. I'm curious there. Because uh, I got 9 to 33 years. 33 years because I caught some guys trying to sell my stolen property and I yelled at them.
0: <laughs> oh, this motherfucker.
2: Even they didn't think I should go to jail. And the judge gave me, just Jackie Glass gave me 9 to 33 years. So I'm trying to see what this guy is going to get. I was uh, up there with guys who had robbed casinos and robbed banks uh, two or three times, and they they had half the time or a third of the time that I got. So I'm always curious to see what kind of time these guys get for stealing millions of dollars. When I caught guys stealing my stolen property, the state of California, after I was convicted, ruled it was my property, and they gave it to me. So I have it now. So how do you go to jail for catching guys who are trying to sell your stolen property? Well... Nevertheless,
0: this motherfucker, homie, I got to stop this motherfucker. This motherfucker is defending himself on a video about the Murdoch trial. He's still talking about what he did and why he went to jail, homie. Dog, that video is unfucking believable I think that's the best video in America right now. He needs to just keep blasting that video out. Holy shit. That one in my Starbucks commercial or video. I think he needs to put both of those videos and let them go viral. Fuck it. My Starbucks video with the dog in the fucking drive-thru window and this motherfucker. Holy shit. Oh, dog, that motherfucker was... He turned the whole Murdoch question in, uh, trial into his ass. That motherfucker went from Murdoch to... I don't know why I went to jail for stealing my own shit. <laughs> Oh, my God. Dog, I love OJ. I love OJ. I don't give a fuck about all that. That motherfucker was innocent in my eyes. That motherfucker has walked. Shit. Hey, dog. Y'all believe in the fucking judicial system so much? So why now? Why is it wrong when he got off? <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking. Because I saw some funny shit yesterday where a cat... Where a motherfucker was, where a motherfucker's mad that the NFL player who beat his girl in front of his baby got six months. Got six months. I got a homeboy, no shit, that damn near killed a motherfucker with his fist for beating his own sister. So my homeboy's sister got beat up by her boyfriend. My homeboy went to the house and waited on this dude, and he got out the house, and this cat jumped out of the bushes on his ass, old school, no pistol, nothing. Beat the death. This guy was almost in a coma. My homeboy got six years. Six years. Now, I hope he can get out sooner, but I'm just telling you, He got six years for beating a dude who beat his own sister almost to death, by the way. And he was walking the streets, by the way, a bitch made cat walking the streets after almost killing a woman by beating her to death. And my homeboy damn near beats his ass to death and goes to jail for six years. Oh, boy is still not in jail at all for beating the girl. The dude that he almost killed is yet to go to jail for beating the girl, the girl originally. The original charge he never went to jail for. But my boy almost beats his ass in defending his sister and goes to jail for six years. Now this motherfucker beats his girl, throws her into a TV and on tape in front of their baby and gets six months. Six months. The girl did take it to the police, dog. What do you mean? (laughs) You act like the girl just sat there and got beat and never said nothing. How do you think the brother found out? She filed a charge. She filed a police report, dog. She went in there with a broken jaw, a broken clavicle, a broken femur. Dog, this motherfucker beat, almost killed her. They did nothing because they haven't, they, oh, we have no proof. Dog. So the judicial system is so fucked up. I'm just going to be honest let's break this down real quick before we move on your boy I'm not saying it was self-defense it was premeditated Emilio I know what the fuck he did and I would have did the same shit what are you talking about I know that I get that I don't give a fuck the point of the judicial system that I'm referring to is the fact that he can go find the original fucking person Beat his ass like he beat her ass. He'll go to jail for six years. But you will do six months by beating a female on tape. And that is the issue I have. And this one wasn't on tape, by the way. This dude, that former NFL player, is on tape. And all you can do is hold him to six months in jail. You know he won't even do six months, by the way. I heard a story yesterday that a dude beat, the girl, beat a girl's ass so bad she had all facial uh, reconstruction and the guy did 30 days in jail. But I know dudes have stolen a bike and not saying it's right. I'm just telling you, stolen a bike and done three years. So what I'm saying is we're all over the place. We're all over the place in the judicial system. We don't have any you do this you get this you do this you get this you do this you get this we got too many fucking rules we got too many well you we premeditated to beat him but well I think it's premeditated that he beat the female too but I want to go back to the, my original point so we can beat a female go to jail for 30 days six months whatever we could beat a dude who we're defending in like let's say like Cain how about the UFC guy who 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 you know goes after this motherfucker who was trying to fucking a pedophile who was after his nephew. That motherfucker won't do time, but Kane is barely getting out of jail. He's 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 probably going to go to jail. Like the judicial system's fucked up. So you can't go in and claim a charge. This girl filed a police report. They told her no, there's no proof. So let me ask you something then. So when the girl lies about the boy that supposedly raped her why can you get him then why can you arrest him when there's no proof and put him through the ringer make him lose a scholarship make him go to jail make him job fire him how can you prove that with no proof but when a woman gets beat by a dude and files a police report you tell her no there's no proof but there's proof that he raped me I'm confused. You know how many players of mine have been falsely accused of that charge and have lost meaning, has lost their lives over it, lost scholarships, lost jobs, lost credibility, character assassinated? There's no proof. And they all beat it. They all beat it, dog. They all come to find out the girl's lying and full of shit. How is that okay but if a girl comes in there with broken jaw, face lacerations, broken arm, oh, there's no proof. <laughs> Dog, we pick and choose what we want to fucking file for and what we charge for. It that is my point. Why can't we be consistent in this shit? You do this, you do, you get this. You do this, you get this. You do this, you get this. We that we ain't that way. You can't sit here and tell me. And don't talk about innocent until proven guilty, motherfucker. You are guilty until proven innocent. You cannot cannot tell me otherwise. At least where I'm from. At least where I'm from, you're fucking guilty until you're proven innocent. That's just real shit. Only 33 likes. Coach, what gives Shorty Shea? I don't know, dog. Cats can't hit the like button. Homie, hit the like button. 500 people in here. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. And do me a favor. Even if you're at the shower at home or something, just put the show on and let it play. Because I need longer watch time. That's what's hurting the show's growth. So I need the longer watch hours. Watch the show for longer if you will. If you're such a good mammal out there, make sure you just put it on and watch it and let it run if you're doing something working. Uh, if you've already watched the show live, don't, you know, play it back later on. You don't have to re-watch it. I'm not saying that. We all got shit to do. But uh, I need longer watch time. Pound the like button on three. Pound the like button on me. One, two, three. <claps> Fucking pound the like button, man. Not that hard. All right. You get enamored with all my fucking truth telling and you get all fucking sitting there like, damn, Coach JB dropping bombs. You can't even hit the fucking like button, homie. All right. uh, Can the Lakers make the playoffs? Um, I don't know. I don't know, dog. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Um, We're gonna get into it. I don't know if the Lakers can make the playoffs. Depends on, depends on Lamar. Depends on that whole deal. I don't know. Um, Conundrum Quill. Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you. Uh, Matt King, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Oh, here's Jamil. Jamil Ridley. What up, dog? I ain't seen you in a while. Jamil used to be a member. Your ass is hit and miss now. You don't want to be a member. That's all good. I'm just fuck with you. Let me ask you something, Jamil. You be saying some wild outlandish shit, homie. I got to be real. Uh, just like you think I say some outlandish shit. We all say outlandish shit. Each his own. I don't really give a fuck. Hey, I give you credit for saying outlandish shit. Much respect. How is Murdoch innocent? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But you can't just make statements and not have no fucking backup. Will you guys stop saying shit? Aaron Rodgers, you got to have $60 million to have a cap space for Aaron Rodgers. And then one of you motherfuckers will say, Aaron Rodgers is going to Tennessee. And that's it. (laughs) Motherfucker, they don't even have enough space. I'm just telling you. Why? Give me the breakdown. Don't just tell me Murdoch's innocent. Motherfucker, why how is he innocent? Let me know. Break it down. I don't know shit about this red-headed goofy fuck. I don't know nothing about the dude. So and I don't think he's innocent from what everything that I've seen. But you know what? The judicial system that y'all love so much. You put it into that their hands, dog. It is what it is. It is what it is. He's done, dada. He's a done dada. He is done. You're fucked. He's going to jail. You, you heard OJ talk, right? OJ Simpson. I gotta watch OJ Simpson again, dog. I might watch this video four times.
2: Uh, I gotta admit, when he took the stand, a guy. Really, well, a whole lot of people asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but.
0: <laughs> dog, that needs to be a meme or a gif or whatever you guys call them. You got to cut that up, dog, and start spreading the, the news. I got to get that out as my as my meme or whatever. Or whatever that shit. What is that shit called? A gif or whatever? That shit right there, I'm going to put on everything. I'm going to put on my fucking voicemail, I think. Oh man, that shit is fucking comedy. That motherfucker said and then he twisted the whole thing, Lucy. That motherfucker twisted his whole story about why he went to jail and how he got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh dog, I got I'm going to watch that video for a long time. I think that video is one of the funniest shits I've seen in quite some time. In quite some time. Now, this is the th- this is the life we live in now. It wouldn't be funny, it wouldn't be funny if this motherfucker walked. If the redhead Opie walked, I guarantee you that video would be taking so much more heat. So much more heat. If that motherfucker walked yesterday, that video right there would be taking heat like a motherfucker, man. Let's just be honest. You already know, you know it would be. Um... Gotta get into some shit, man. I'm gonna get into some quarterback stuff here. Um, Matt McKenzie is gonna join. Me. We're gonna talk about the. We're gonna talk about the combine. The NFL combine has started. But in NFL news, I want to get into the Panthers reportedly uh, offering the Packers uh, some some assets for trading for Aaron Rodgers. So the Panthers are in the mix of trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Um, NFL news, uh, people around the league that I've spoke to that are buddies of mine, because I have one of my good friends is the running back coach, um, in the NFL for a prominent team for a very, very good running back. He believes that Ezekiel Elliott is a prime cut candidate before the new league year starts, which is March, March 15th, by the way. I think Ezekiel Elliott is going to get cut. They owe him a big amount of money. I think 17 mil. I think they owe him 17 mil. Um, I think they owe him 17 mil. So in saying that, oh, by the way, Emilio Rodriguez or Tony Mar- uh, Martinez, I was on uh, Whitlock yesterday. He brought me on on a Thursday to talk some shit. And I just, go watch that. I'm going to put it on my show when I get the clip. I got the last word in, dog, as he tried to hang up, and you hear it. Burrowhead. Burrowhead. It got through. I love it. It worked out perfectly. Because I was going to hang up, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger man. I ain't going to hang up. I'm going to be the bigger man. Um, I don't need clickbait. Whitlock needs clickbait. Hey, let him have clickbait. I'm going to get that burrow head in as it ended. It went off into a perfect fucking harmony. It was like harmony. It was like music to my ears. I didn't know it got in there, and I got to hear it back, and it got in there. Said said Burrowhead. <laughs> I know that motherfucker's hot. Uh, no, I can't hang up, dog. I'm not a bitch-made cat. I can't hang up. Now, if it's the last time I go on there one day, I might just do it out of spite just to say, fuck it, hang up. Bam. But I wouldn't do that. I think, you know, I think it's a little bitch made. I wouldn't do it. That's just me. And I'm on his show. So at the end of the day, I don't care. You know, I'm on his show. It is what it is. Hell, yeah. You know he's using me for clickbait. Come on now. Um, Hey, got to pay me, though, dog. Got to pay me to hang up on me, though. Got to pay me. Don't get it twisted. All right. All-pro D-tackle Chris Jones is signed to be the second-highest-paid D-tackle in the entire fucking NFL. Do you agree to that or not? What do you agree? Do you think that's right or not? I think so. I think he'll be right there behind Aaron Donald. I think he had a—obviously, Aaron Donald got hurt. I think Chris Jones was the best D-tackle in football. I think D- Chris Jones is the best D-tackle in football. Uh, I believe him, the kid up in Washington that they just tagged. Uh, what's his name? The cat for the what's the guy for the Commanders? I forgot his damn name. Um, he's a guy, in my opinion. Aaron Donald, if healthy, um, there's a few big time D tackles right now that are really, really athletic. I think the Jordan Davis kid could be really good if he continues to stay in shape for a huge body that can move like he can. He has a tremendous upside. Looks like fucking Gilbert Brown, but can move. Darren Payne, I do agree. I think Darren Payne has an opportunity to be really, really good. Deron Payne, whatever his name is. Um, there's some D tackles, but Chris Jones, in my opinion, should be the 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 one of the highest paid D tackles. That's just uh, my opinion. That's just my opinion. Uh, Chris Jones was a no-show in the Super Bowl, but I also think that it was based on the scheme and what they were doing. I don't think they needed him to do anything. Um, I think they more wanted to have him. So, so you know, football. I'm going to teach you real quick. All right. So when you see Chris Jones and and, and, and chase and and have to go against a guy like Burrow, who is a drop back passer sitting in the pocket, when you have to go against a guy like Burrow, and you know we're pinning our ears back, and we're going to get the passer. That is our instruction from our defensive coordinator, Spags, and he's going to say, listen, we got to get after the passer. Burrow's not going to beat us with his feet. Let's get after the passer, all right? So, having said that, when you play a guy like Jalen Hurts in a triple option RPO system, now Spags said, listen, Chris – I don't need you to get the fuck up field like we did against Burrow. I need you to hold and peek with your eyes. Where is Hurts? So now I'm shedding and I'm looking instead of attacking. So if you watch football and know football like I'm teaching you right now, you will see Chris Jones totally play a different philosophy in the Bengals game that he did in the Eagles game. In the Eagles game, the entire defensive line was taught and told to let's hold up and watch, avoid doubles, and so we can see what what what, what Jalen Hurts is doing. So we go up the field too fast. Jalen Hurts is gonna kill us up the field with his feet. So we can't do that. And that's what happened there, and that's why Chris Jones didn't do what he did against the Bengals. I just teach you a little football. Now, having said that. We know what Chris Jones could have did. We know the Eagles offensive line was good. We also didn't want to get into a piss measuring contest in that regard because we know if we got up the field, I think Chris Jones is as good as anyone. I think he could have got up the field if he wanted to. I don't think that he was told to. I think he had to watch what Hurts did. They played more of a passive aggressive style that game and they still got beat um, by Jalen Hurts a few times in the run game. So I'm just telling you, you know, that's that the quarterback run in game in the NFL is still something kind of new to NFL D coordinators. Just throwing that out there the NFL plus one run game is still very, very new to a lot of D coordinators who don't understand the college spread triple option RPO tempo system. They're still used to fucking ar- archaic 21 personnel ISO. That is something that they're getting used to, so just throwing that out there. I don't anoint guys too late. I don't. I don't. I don't anoint guys this fast. Okay. I don't anoint guys this fast. I don't think Jalen Carter is ready to be anointed anything. Let's make sure he gets out of a criminal case first and a legal issue before we talk about how good he is. I don't you can't that's the problem dog I wish some of you would just stop asking those questions because for you to ask those questions to me tells me that you're already on this what have you done for me lately lately mindset like you're already telling yourself that someone in college right now who's not only in college who's dealing with fucking a legal issue (laughs) and is 22 years old playing against boys, is going to go to the NFL, and now we're already comparing him versus Chris Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Doug, why are you even talking about that shit? Stop! Stop fucking talking about a fucking 21-year-old kid going to the Man's League and already being the next Aaron Donald. He hasn't fucking played a snap stop doing it the questions itself is the reason why we are in this anointing fucking generation patrick mahomes the best ever no he's not he's played four years calm the fuck down he's on pace he may be keeps winning keeps doing what he's doing mvps he fucking may well be But you motherfuckers are saying it like he is now, like the fucking dumb fucks on 610 radio, Kansas City. He's the third best all time already. (laughs) Then you know no football. (laughs) That's the bottom line. So, like, let's just be honest. Stop fucking bringing up dumb shit because that's what it is. It's a dumb anointing question. And if you bring up the question, then now we have to discuss it. And it gets thrown around social media. Now it becomes viral. Now Jalen Carter is the next Aaron Donald. He's the next Chris Jones. No, he's not. Let's wait and see in five years if the motherfucker's really good. Stop bringing up if, if a fifth was a fifth, we'd all be loaded. My auntie had balls. She'd be my fucking uncle. Stop with the comparison shit. We cannot do it. You can't compare the shit. It's just not realistic. I'm going to compare the college QB with the NFL greats and the NFL current quarterbacks, and that's going to be asinine. Like, I'm going to sit here and say, why are you comparing Aiden O'Connell at Purdue to Drew Brees? Be honest, if you know quarterback play, why are people comparing Drew Brees to Aiden O'Connell at Purdue? You know why? Because they both went to Purdue. (laughs) Like, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. The fucking lazy, irresponsible journalist and reporter are comparing Aiden O'Connell to Drew Brees because simply one reason. He went to fucking Purdue. Motherfucker don't look nothing like Drew Brees. He's not even close in similarity, in style, in accuracy. To me, Aiden Aiden O'Connell's more like fucking Kurt Warner. He's got a quick release, nothing like Kurt Warner's release. But if we want to play that game, so be it. Um my main man's joining us on this fearless Friday, Matt McChesney. Make sure you head on over to. I'm going to put on the ticker down below. So you guys have it. Uh, Make sure you guys follow him on all Accord, social media, TikTok. uh, And, and, and follow what he does. Cause I love uh, how his approach is uh, in the, uh, in the football training world. He's not the seven on seven trainer and he's not trying to cross coach his kids coaches. Matt McChesney. What up
1: morning? Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday to you. Uh, Is there anybody out there worse than a personal trainer who cross-coaches his high school coach? Meaning, let me explain what cross-coaching is. Matt knows what it is, but to all the naysayers and the common folk out here. Cross-coach means that you're telling a kid to do something this way and then totally opposite of what his high school coach who actually coaches him in pads tells him. And now you have this kid who's very, very confused. Matt, I see all these fucking hating DMs and all these hating messages Oh, Matt's telling this guy to do something different. No, he's not. Matt's actually teaching a kid fundamentals from film prospect, from the film aspect to the field aspect on how to take a step, how to defeat a double, how to fight a double, how to create a double. All these different things, is it doesn't matter what your coach is teaching you in the fundamental side. Now, I don't see Matt up there telling anyone, no, it ain't rain. It's river. I don't care what your high school coach calls it. He ain't doing that. So all you fucking trainers out here, I just wanted to be clear on what cross coaching is. And I just don't, I can't stand a motherfucker who cross coaches another person when he's the seven on seven guy or the personal trainer guy. And he's trying to really fuck the high school coach.
1: Well, look, we've got a huge problem with this out in Denver. Like there's a huge contingent of high school coaches out here that just despise me and what I do. And my response to them is very simple. If you don't like what I do, do your fucking job. The fact that the fact that the state of Colorado has to come see me at the rate that they have to to get recruited, to get developed, to learn football terminology, to learn how to double team step correctly, to learn how to play a key, to learn how to just pass rush to learn how to do anything really from quarterback perspective to kicker. The fact that they have to come to see me at the rate they do is an indictment on the state of Colorado. It has nothing to do with me. So the look, I agree to a point that if you are telling your kids that you're working with that the high school coach is wrong, that's one thing I try not to even involve the high school coaches, but it always comes back to they like for example there there is one coach now that's mad at one of his players because he got offered through my program twice and it didn't have anything to do with the high school coach and now his feelings are hurt and he's essentially male jealous and that you know, turns it on the kid because now the coach is dogging me out in front of the kid, and the kid's wondering, like, "Well, am I doing what am I? What am I doing wrong? I'm just getting extra work." I think that the high school coaches that hate on the trainer. Man, and- man,
0: I'm gonna send you this money right here. Somebody just donated for uh, six zero, so I'm gonna send you this on Venmo. Joel Cord, man, you're the best, dude. I, you're always hooking us up, man.
1: Yeah, thanks, appreciate it. Um, uh, but but I, I look at it like this, bro. It's when I was coming up, okay, I was in high school from 96 to 2000. If I would have or even in, in college from 2000 to 04. If I would have had anybody over that nine year span, grab me by the scruff of my neck and say, I think maybe you should be in the weight room and in the gym and studying tape and doing your craft four days a week, five days a week extra on top of what you're already doing. Instead of out chasing ass, smoking, drinking, acting like you're already in the league and acting like a big timer, which everybody does when they're young. And I don't want to hear any fucking sitting in your tower pointing like you never did it. If I would have had that person, which I like to say, think that I am with a lot of these guys, there's no telling how long I would have played and how different the circumstances would have been. And maybe my body wouldn't have kicked so early and things of that nature. So my response to every coach that has a problem with it is do your job but then number two like would you rather the kid be out drinking and like not not working like they're up at 5 a.m they're in the gym they're working they're studying i take the recruiting off the plate of the coaches so they don't even have to deal with it and they still get pissed off even when their kids go d1 i personally think there's a huge ego problem and that's not to say i don't have one i have a massive ego and i think i'm right But I also have the numbers to back it up. I'm not just talking shit. I actually have like 13, 14 years of doing this on on record and countless guys put out. And I would bet that if you went and talked to all those kids and everybody I've worked with throughout the years, they would say that I was their coach and not some personal trainer. So that's just the, the personal trainer talk and all that shit is just high school coaches. When they get into the groups, they all have to bitch about something consistent The thing that I always find hilarious is for all these people that have a problem with six zero and what we do. um, First of all, there is no such thing as bad advertising. So every time you say something dumb and, and like bring down the business and try and tear me down, if anybody has any balls out there, they'll investigate it themselves. And if they don't, they take your word for it. I don't want them in the gym anyway. And then number two, the, the inability for you guys to do the job because of the structure you're, you're set in because of Chassa, the Colorado high school, you know, sports association out here that runs the, the high school stuff, the restrictions, the transfer restrictions for players, like everything, everything you guys can't do. Well, I can do all of it. And that's why people come to see me because they know when Gage Genter walks in as a tight end from fossil Ridge as a sophomore and says, I want to play division one power five football. My dream school is Colorado and Oregon. And a year and a half later, he's 70 pounds heavier, looks like the best tackle in the room, which he is, and has 18 division one power five offers. I don't know. Do you think he invested his money or spent it? So again, I reiterate back full circle on this. If you don't like the way things are going outside of your bubble as a coach, Maybe you should look inside your bubble and see why people are leaving your, you know, facility and your program to go get help. So I'm never going to hate on anybody for trying to get help. There is a difference in what you're doing to provide that help. But at the same time, I'm not going to lay off of a high school coach. If they're going to sit around and talk shit about my business and like what we do just out of jealousy and like, you know, like high school little kid bullshit then i'm gonna push even harder every single day to make them look stupid and that's not really fucking too hard let's be real
0: hey i there's a question for you uh you had a kid uh who's an ou ozon ou's board joshua bates uh they the one of the guys in the chat are asking he's a huge fan he said he got to see your workout or whatever working the kid out uh can you give some OU Sooner fans a little insight yeah. on the type of kid he
1: is? So Bates uh, is a future first-round draft pick if he stays healthy, in my opinion. Um, his daddy and I played. Justin, his dad, uh, played at CU with me back in the day. It was a draft pick by the Dallas Cowboys. Is one of my best friends. They're They're from Durango, so that's like a 14-hour round trip just to get to my gym. And he used to come up twice a month for three years straight. And that's no exaggeration. So he uh he's mean as shit, and that's not like telephone tough guy stuff. Like he'll really put hands on you. Uh he is a competitor, he loves ball. You know, Oklahoma really laid out the red carpet for him when Lincoln Riley was there, and he's a really loyal kid, which I fucking love. And he made his commitment to Oklahoma, and he kept it even after all the coaching changes and everything, and after a six and six season. So, I think that uh, you know what what he brings to the table. He'll probably redshirt next year, and he should. But what he brings to the table is the kind of toughness you're going to need in the SEC in order to be successful. So, the other guys will rally around him uh, at the center position because number one, he knows what he's doing. Number two, he's relentlessly tough. And number three, he loves fucking ball. So Oklahoma and Br- and Coach Brutenbaugh just offered Gage Ginther, too, my big tackle from Fossil Ridge we were just talking about. So – Beat ball? Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma knows where to come get these dudes, man. They're at 6-0. So – Beat a good dude. He's a, he's a badass coach, bro. He's one of the best. And, then, like, full circle, when I'm being complimented by college coaches who are world-class – and pro coaches and pro scouts, and they're like, wow, what you're doing is next level. You're helping these kids so much. It's really hard for me to take anything that some amateur high school coach is talking shit about seriously. When I'm being complimented by Brutenbaugh and Coach Dickey and Coach OB up at CU and Coach Fry at Ohio State and Coach Moore at Michigan's got three of my guys on the best offensive line in college football and Coach Cap at Michigan State and the Coach Henson at USC and the fucking list goes on and on and on and on and on. When these guys are, wow, we can't wait to come back to 6-0 and see your guys. Who else you got? When I'm just sending them players left and right, it is an almost impossible for me to take anything that an amateur says seriously. Now, just because you coach high school football doesn't mean you're an amateur. But if you act like a child and you let jealousy and emotion get involved, then you obviously are because that's not what professionals do.
0: Um, I just have a new meme or I don't know if they call them a gif or a meme, but I'm using this one for the rest of history.
1: Are you Uh, you using it like busting with the boys or is using mine without tagging me? What the fuck, dude? What happened? So busting with the boys, Taylor and Will yesterday, they put one of my clips up of all the offensive linemen doing the hip drill movement. Have you seen those videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just the Ollie hips, right? Yeah. So you're just trying to separate your upper and lower half. But for some reason, people love this shit because of my commentary. And it's yeah, yeah. It, It's awkward looking. It makes guys look a little awkward. Some of the guys can't do it. But they they took a clip yesterday and posted it on their page and didn't even tag me, bro, and got like a ton of retweets and favorites and shit, and like didn't acknowledge at all that they got it from my page. Now I think that's fucking shady, but that's just me. I I one thousand percent agree. Like, bro, you can't tag the fucking creator. You're just gonna act like you had something to do with this, Doug. That's that. Look, Uh, I I uh, don't want Buffalo. That's some Nebraska shit. Will?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, (laughs) I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve comment right now because I have something going on. Uh, (laughs) But if it doesn't happen, then fuck you. I'm gonna tell him soon. But I can't go too much in depth into it. You know what I'm talking about. Saying, I don't
1: care what you take off someone else's page. Tag the creator. That's the whole point. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the wand at all. Yeah, this is the uh, first man, time I've ever heard you. A little bit. Hey, this is the, the first wand. time I've ever <laughs> seen you do this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Right? But, hey, talks. Why you
0: don't know you me. know? <laughs> if it works out, then both of us are going to benefit. And I don't give a fuck about uh, your retweet. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> hey, uh, here's my new meme, though. I'm putting it on my new social media.
2: Yours truly. Well, a whole lot of people asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on
1: yeah, we do think you're an expert on it.
2: <laughs>
1: dude, I just showed that two-minute video,
0: and I swear to God I'm going to use that video in so many ways. Like, bro. this motherfucker turned, he turned around and was talking about from. he went from Murdoch trial to why he went to jail for stealing his own shit and how he got fucked. <laughs>
1: oh, dude, I thought it was the funniest video I've ever seen. I, mean, I, I, don't, I just, OJ, bro, like stop talking. This is one guy who shouldn't have a social media account.
0: Coach McFadden dropping 10 bucks for you. Uh, Appreciate everybody, man. Everybody dropping money.
1: All you guys dropping money today. I'm taking all this money. I'm
0: going to Vegas. Fuck
1: you. What's with all the money? I didn't know they could donate money. Hell yeah, Matt. They could donate
0: money. I owe you 100 bucks anyway from our bet I lost to the Denver Nuggets. I still haven't paid you. Fuck me. Oh, I need that money too. Sarah was
1: right. Sarah was was right.
0: Uh hold on. Let me get let me drop some uh let me ask you guys something. Professional opinion, okay? I think there's a difference between professional opinion and a regular opinion. I want to give you my professional opinion. I want to I want to get your professional opinion. I'm gonna give you mine. The NFL combines in full swing. And a handful of scouts at the combine have already said Anthony Richardson has been the best QB interview this year. All right, quote unquote. Georgia edge rusher Nolan Smith ran a 439 yesterday. The Colts GM Chris Ballard isn't sold that the Colts need to trade up to get their quarterback. Team showing interest in trading the number one pick like the Texans, Falcons, Colts, and Panthers. How much stock, in your professional opinion? Do these GMs, coaches, and people in the in the upper brass of management really get out of this combine? And through the years, Matt, as we've seen total bust run 429 and be complete bust. We've seen guys throw ball 80 yards, can be complete bust. Through the time that we've seen this now with cell phones and all social media. Has the, has the Combine lost its luster, and our Kai's now starting to say, you know what, I need to start more watching straight-up game film, practice film, fuck the 40, fuck the 225 bench, fuck the shuttle run, fuck the hoop drill that the D-line did yesterday. Like, is it more now, I need to know if this motherfucker has what it takes to play.
1: Well, I, I think it should be. I think the combine's a joke. I didn't go to the combine and I was pretty pissed off about it when I didn't get invited, but it, it doesn't sway my opinion on this. It just, I just, I don't see the point in underwear Olympics to determine who gets drafted higher. Like it's got to come down to game tape and I don't feel like it does. Otherwise, Anthony Richardson wouldn't be a top four round draft pick. I know he has, I know he has potential, but. I mean, come on, bro. Did you really interview him? Did you really bust his balls on the whiteboard and ask him to break down concepts and route trees and coverages and fronts and fucking blitzes? Absolutely fucking not. No way. So, yeah, the interview was good. If it's peter to suit you, I have no doubt that the kid can throw well. I mean, I know he's a stud. He's got great athletic ability. That's not what the quarterback position is in the NFL if that's what the quarterback position was in the NFL, that Cam Newton would be the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. So look, do I think he could be successful? Yes. Do I think the combine's important if we don't have pro days? Yeah, it's pretty important, but because we have pro days, I don't think that it's that important. Like pro day is an opportunity for them to come see you. And then you see who's really (laughs) interested. Combine is like, it's a big party for the coaches and the GMs. They go to Indy for a week and drink. And then, you know, for the players, it. I personally think that combine training and combine preparation is like the biggest agent good buddy racket ever. So agents will just like accumulate players and send them to their trainer buddy and then get him paid. And in my opinion, what I tell all my guys from Drake Nugent to Casey Roddick to, you know, Matty Amandreas, the, the kid that's this year, Jamar Montgomery, your defensive end that you sent to see you that's working with me right now for this. I told them a, I told them a year ago, you guys better start getting ready for this now. I know you're lifting and running. I'm talking about taking everything seriously right now to get prepared for this. I don't think three and a half months is long enough to get ready for the NFL. And, you, is Chance Maine with you too? No, chance didn't come work. So can't make them work. So I uh, I think that the combine will get will be less and less important as we go forward. I just wish that they would watch more game tape, bro. There's so many undrafted and like division two, II, division three fucking ballers in the NFL that just come out of nowhere that are great players. So I wish that they would watch more film. But at the same time, if you go run a good forty that will spark interest but you don't have to run a good 40 to be a great football player and that's that's the shitty part about all of this you don't have to necessarily be the best workout warrior in order to be a good football player in fact i know a bunch of slappies that were really good football players that didn't do shit i mean just didn't do fucking anything in the weight room and nothing you know, and played for 10 years I mean, Ben Hamilton was a guard that played for the Broncos when I played here, and Ben was like two eighty and played for like at least ten years at guard and played well, uh, but he didn't go in and like crush the bench and run forties and shit. Oh, was,
0: look, at, look at the best undrafted guys. How about how about playing? Larry Allen? Fucking how about oh,
1: yeah. like Watt Smith? I mean, just I mean, there's so many linemen, you know man.
0: Uh, and O lineman, I think, Matt. Let me ask you this: Does do O lineman? How undervalued are O-linemen, man? It blows my mind. There's more undrafted O-linemen who are Hall of Famers than any other position in football.
1: Well, we we are the most underappreciated aspect of your team. And if you don't have us, you can't win. And I, if I'm a coach or a GM, I am committing at least three picks from every draft to the offensive line. And I'm picking a quarterback every fucking cycle, and and I'm just, it's what it is. Because I, I got to make sure that we have a guy that we can at least play. We don't have to go to the street to find somebody. So you bring that up. Like I'm about to go do my show for altitude here in a bit, and we're going to talk about this today specifically, but the Broncos alone have not drop, drafted an offensive tackle since 2017. So they haven't drafted a tackle since they drafted Garrett Bowles in the first round. They haven't drafted another tackle, and now they are in—they are in literal tackle hell. Like they have no tackles, they can't fucking find anybody. They're gonna go. They're gonna have to go out and pay somebody big time bucks this year that probably is washed up to play right tackle for a year or two. They just never solve the problem, and if you don't try and solve the problem, it will always be one. So. Where, where does Taylor Lewine end up? You know, I I think Taylor still could play if he wants to. I don't know if he wants to or not. Judging by the success of Bustin' with the Boys, which is an awesome show, they do a great job with that. They're making tons of money doing it, which is awesome. Um, if he's tired of getting his brain beat in and his body beat up, he played for nine years. He was a three-time All-Pro. He's a good player. That said, if he wants to get another fat contract and go play for four or five more years, and put a good 13, 14-year bonnet on it, I guarantee you somebody's going to be a taker. I mean, in Denver, we'd be dumb not to try and put him at right tackle. And the Rams, too. Yeah, I mean, he—he he, look, he's a hell of a player. He's a nasty son of a bitch. He'll, he's, he'll get in your crawl. I, I love the way he plays. But at the same time, when you start talking about not playing football anymore, you're on the way to not playing football anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Steve Kim came on, who's the the Korean encyclopedia. He, we basically broke down the top ten uh, college football teams in our opinions of all time. We had a few differences, a lot of the same. Uh, I put, uh, I put, we put two thousand one Miami Hurricanes. My good friend Ed Keel was the O line coach. Uh, I still still speak to him today.
1: We would have beat them.
0: number one. You agree?
1: We would have beat them. Think? Huh? I think my Colorado team in 01 would have beat the 01 Miami team in the Rose Bowl. Really? If if we look, we beat Nebraska by 40 points, we beat Texas the next week, and the only reason we didn't get in is because we had two losses. If we would have gotten in that game, I think we would have beat them. <laughs> well, you have to you That's have to be fucking think. really good by the way. <laughs> you have, you have to think that way by the way. I have to think that way and I know people think I'm crazy, but I don't care. I'm never going to think we would lose. Um, that said, either the old. Owner-
0: I just had th- we had them at number one based on the talent, right? The talent That's they the had that went to
1: the talent. NFL. The Hall of Famers are on that team. Where did you have that '96 Nebraska team or '90? '95. Five Nebraska team. Where was that one? Four. Four. That Tommy Frazier team. God, those guys were fucking good. And I told people to this day. I said I would. I could argue. Steve Kim argued with me. We argued that they could be the
0: one number one team. Simply. Without knowing football, like as far as like you and I would break it down, please explain that team today would absolutely murder spread tempo teams. Oh my because god, Because would run you fucking ne- triple to death. We'd run triple and keep the ball for You'd forty minutes, and you would never get it.
1: You'd never touch them. It's one of the reasons why the black shirts were so good. They were never on the goddamn field. So, look, I'm a huge Buff fan, and that was the era I grew up in. And the 94 game was determined who went and played in that, that fiesta bowl, I think, where they beat Florida's ass. You know, Nebraska beat up CU in that game, and that's when CU had Westbrook and Rashawn Salam and fucking, like, literally dudes everywhere. And Nebraska had dudes everywhere. And that was number one versus number two uh, in the in the country on the, on that Saturday in Lincoln. So... That team was so loaded and they were so efficient. I just, they literally went six yards a pop and then went 60. And I understand that there's this bias towards today's spread offenses, but they don't take, they can score quick. This team didn't take, this team didn't score quick. This team's playing the long game. And if you play the long game correctly, the other team doesn't get the football, and that's what they banked on, and nobody could stop them. So, it's uh nah, that team was impressive. I, I, I mean, I, that, that entire run of Nebraska football it ended in in oh one when we beat the fuck out of them. But that that uh, that entire run of Nebraska football where all they did is just line up and run option at you and beat your ass. It was hard to stop, bro. It was a I got the I, got, I
0: had the 04 SC team in there. I got the ah, 8
1: too. Yeah. I got
0: the 18 Clemson team. I got the 0- 08 Texas Longhorn team. I got the 79 Alabama team, which is the last team that Bear Bryant won a natty with.
1: 0- 08 the, Texas, not Vince Young's Texas team.
0: Um I mean, I'm sorry. 04. I got SC 04 team and the 05 Texas team.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's that's the two back to back.
0: I had uh I had the 72 SC team, I had the 71 Nebraska team with Rodgers, and then I had uh I had the 19 LSU Tigers team um at number 7 or something. Um no, so I no mean, Michigan I just
1: or Ohio State. I didn't put the Ohio What year? No, Michigan or Ohio State uh, any year. 97
0: Michigan was on the first team out and the 93 Florida State team with Charlie Ward and all them. I I had the uh, we had the ninety Colorado team on the on the cusp. Uh, there was just so many man. You probably can't do the top ten of all time. We just tried to do it, uh, but there's probably there's lots of
1: teams. Huh? it's a tough one. There's lots of teams.
0: Yeah, lots of teams. Before you get out of here, let's break. I want to break this down with you real quick. I'm getting out of here early today too. I got to drive to Scottsdale to hang out with Pat Perez's birthday. Doing a little thing. I'm gonna. I want to get into these college QBs um, <clears throat> that are draft eligible right now, and and this this is the draft order, obviously. So Chicago's number one. They're probably gonna trade the pick uh, to Indy, to Houston, to who knows where. Um, now with the Aaron Rodgers thing going on, where does he end up? Uh, Carolina Panthers have called about Rodgers as of last night. That is now news. Um, Bryce Young. Let's start there. The comparisons that I'm hearing are Drew Brees, all these different guys. And I I wanna I wanted to throw out three names at you, and I want you to tell me because you know football as well as anyone. I don't I don't care what position. We can always talk positions back and forth. I do compare him to Drew Brees in some similar facets, but I also compare him to Russell Wilson and Geno Smith. Now, either one are totally huge 6'5 guys. These guys are smaller, six-foot-one and down guys. And I believe Drew Brees and, and Bryce and Russell Wilson and Bryce have pretty similar skill set. I think Russell's arm's stronger than all of them. I think Bryce Young is accurate like Brees. I think he's fluent with mechanics. I think he's he's just a dainty motherfucker. I don't know. Drew Brees played a long time, though, bro. So I'm sure Drew, Bryce Young will mature. He'll get in the weight room. Can Bryce Young be a Drew Brees or Russell Wilson?
1: I think it's so important where he goes. I don't think it's been more important for any quarterback this year to go somewhere that suits him. And it, it, it might be better if he was the fourth-ranked quarterback and he went at the end of the first round and got to sit for a year and, like, walk into a good environment rather than having to go to fucking Houston or, or like, Arizona, yeah. God forbid, or, like, or they have Kyler. But you, you get my point. Indianapolis,
0: yeah, Uh Colts.
1: Yeah, like, the Colts aren't a bad fit. They have an okay offensive line. But they're, there's just I, something I, about it. I love
0: Bryce Young, in Seattle, Matt. I would love an Atlanta Seattle, Matt.
1: Well, then if that's, that's really the one is does Seattle look at Gino and go, okay, you got two more years. We're going to put you on a nice deal. We're going to draft this kid. You're going to mentor him. And then when your time's up, you can either be our backup or move on. And he'll step in. And you know what? That, that sounds like a good fit. It seems like Pete Carroll would be good with another little mini Russell Wilson. But I do agree that the smaller guys get, they don't just get hit, bro. They get fucking destroyed. Like, if you don't have that extra 50 pounds and a couple of inches to absorb some of these hits, man, they are coming. So even
0: though he, I realize Jalen Hurts is not a huge guy, but his trunks, his legs, he's, uh, 220, he's
1: 220, bro. Long, bro. He's bro.
0: heavy. He's yeah,
1: heavy, he, low body, he, though. He squats like 600 pounds. He's a fucking animal. He lifts with the linemen. So I don't think Bryce Young is lifting at all, not alone, Alone. not with the linemen. So I, uh, I, I'm i worried that he's going to be Tua 2.0 and he's going to have his head ripped off in the middle of the game. And we're going to be having the same conversation we've had about Tua. Um, but he could come in and be Drew Brees. But again, so much is where you go not necessarily if you can play or not so you know if if fucking you know like Achilles smith goes anywhere but cincinnati and sits is he still a bust you know like who, who knows maybe maybe there's
0: not a there's a lot of that yeah Carson
1: wentz went to philly and played pretty well uh because he's surrounded by a ton of talent the minute he left philly and he didn't have the talent around him he's been awful so This is a, a a lot of it is fit and a lot of it is eye test. And I, as a fan, I wouldn't be putting a ton of stock in what ESPN says. I would just kind of let it play out and see what happens. Yeah. I hate anointing these fucks, man. The the ESPN people just sit there and try and turn the draft into a TV show and they've done it a great job of doing it and I'll watch the draft, but the pre-draft nonsense is why the pressure on these kids is so high. Like uh, saying saying that Anthony Richardson is the best prospect they've seen since whoever is not true.
0: Not even when close.
1: They, when they say that, and then the entire public goes, "Oh, I got this bitch
2: on my side of some movie." What
1: the fuck is that? That's Will
2: Levitts.
0: That's Will Levitz throwing his his release at arm strength. His it is rivals making.
1: Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's great, but again, his decision making rivals fucking Carson Wentz. So let's be real. <laughs> so uh, again, like, and he, that's Anthony Richardson. So, so I mean, uh, yeah, I agree. Great. with you. are like, they're stand there and throw the ball to a target thirty yards away that's just standing there, bro. No offense, I can do that shit. I can drop back and throw the ball 30 yards to somebody standing there and fucking do a 360 and make it look cool. I'm talking about quarterback play. I'm not talking about playing quarterback. That's two different fucking things. I'm talking about the ability to articulate fronts, coverages, protections, lead, not be a turd, know that it's never good enough, know that you're not as bad as you think you are either, like all these little things that play into the position that you cannot – sit down at a fucking combine in three hours and find out. He's been coached on what to say. All the player wants to do is get through this unscathed and not fail their drug test. And then right when they get done, everybody's fucking out into the world and back to who they really were before this three-month pocket of of, of like, I'm going to be good and lift and eat clean and not drink and blah, 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 blah. Right? Like that's a three month a three-month stop. It's what it is. That's why I think it's so ridiculous. This entire process is a lie. The fucking three months that these kids spend working out, that's not who they really are. Go find out who they were exactly. for four or five years in college, bro. Exactly. Go find exactly. out after the combine. Go follow them around and see what they're doing. That's and a great point. Find out who they fucking really are and if you should draft them or not. So That's a great point. I, I always, always love You don't them. even know
0: who they are until they're in year four.
1: Basically, bro. Like... They don't even know who the fuck they are. They're fucking young men. So.
0: All right. Is- so we compare Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Here's my comparisons. And I got the good and I got the bad. Peyton Manning, CJ 6'6", 240. He's got the Peyton Manning skill set, arm strength, etc. Probably stronger arm than Peyton. Matt Ryan. He's got good feet in the pocket. He delivered the football back. I'm talking young Matt Ryan. Carson Wentz, he's a big-body athletic. Now I'm on the backside of this thing, Matt, if you get where I'm going. I gave you Peyton Manning and Matt Ryan. If C.J. Stroud can be either one of those, he's going to have a great career. But if he's Carson Wentz or LaMarcus Russell, another big-body guy, big arm, highly touted,
1: do you see him being Peyton Manning or Matt Ryan or do you see him being a Carson Wentz, LaMarcus Russell? I have to go Carson Wentz, LaMarcus Russell, even if I want to go the other way. I mean, the amount of fucking quarterbacks that are going to turn out to be Peyton Manning or Matt Ryan or any of the other top picks that have been great, Elway, guys like that, Marino, that, it, it just doesn't happen. It's so rare. So do I think Stroud has the most potential to be the best one? Yes. But – Let's be real. When's the last time an Ohio State quarterback was really elite? Hey, by the by the way, we butcher names.
0: We don't give a fuck either. I don't give a fuck if it's Lamarcus or Marcus or, ja Marcus, or Ma Marcus.
1: He's yeah. fucking shit, Marcus to me. And, and they know who you're talking about, so fuck off with your corrective. <laughs> suit. All right, here we go. I agree with you, but Will when, it. When's the last time an Ohio State quarterback has been any good? Tell me that. Oh. uh, I don't
0: know. Fuck, Kirk Curb Street? I don't know. Fuck, Nobody
1: yeah, Fields has done it for a year. Dwayne Haskins, done, God rest his soul, couldn't play. I mean, I mean, Craig Krenzel, well, the guy that won the national title, what's his name? He played for Chicago for like a year. He was really bad. all
0: bad, so are, but
1: we could argue <laughs> Alabama's guys haven't been better, right? Well, Alabama's got a bunch of guys starting in the league, it doesn't mean they're good, yeah,
0: but they only so. last a year or two, and now and now you got now you got uh now you got fucking uh mac jones they're saying that you can't be he can't be coached hard you hear about that shit
1: you see that shit went to the wrong fucking place dog
0: all right let me get to this real quick before you get i need to get out of here will levitt's here's my comparisons I got Paxton Lynch, who got drafted by yeah. every league in the, fuck in the world.
1: Holy he's Jesus. a big.
0: Hey, remember when Paxton came out, uh, Matt? Everyone was like, fuck, he's a big old freakish body. He's an athlete. He's a huge arm. And dumb yeah. as fuck.
1: Jeff George, big oh, arm. It. Dude, this is not a good comparison so far. Paxton Lynch and Jeff George, this is bad. Right,
0: hold on, hold on. Trent Green had a quick release, he was pretty good. Kyler Murray, athletic, quick release, big arm. Will Levis. Out of those guys, where do you tend to see him he- headed?
1: I think Will has the potential to be the best one of the bunch, but he needs to again, he needs to go somewhere and sit and learn how to play quarterback. It makes me wonder what all these quarterback coaches do. They don't do shit, dude. I I offered my I
0: offered my services to Will Levis by the way, cuz he we he was going to come on my show. I offer my services, and he's, gonna, he's like, I'm going with my big age. I'm like, all right.
1: Yeah, see, that's my point. The agent steered him towards his buddy, and his buddy isn't teaching him how to play quarterback. His buddy is collecting a check. And these, bro, these kids don't understand it until they're done, and they get into the process, and they're like, wait, I didn't need to do all that to get here. Wait, you were undrafted and you didn't even have an agent and you played right. for 12 years? Like, yeah, right. I was undrafted. I didn't go to the combine and go to any all star games. All I had was my tape and I, I have my vest and I, I played for six years. So you can get there without going this route. And in my opinion, the ability to understand as a professional that you don't know and say, I need help is what separates guys from being great and just being there. So, we we'll All right, Anthony
0: Richardson, AR-15. That's a great name to have, by the way, in That's this great era.
1: fucking name in this area. Name
0: in this generation, right? Right now, when everyone's getting killed by AR-15s. All
1: right, so you want my AR-15, but it's okay if his nickname is AR-15. The fuck yeah. out here. So let me ask you this. Here's my comparison, and I
0: I call you the comparison because he's a black quarterback. Well, no shit. Here's my comparison. Vince Young, Mike Vick, Lamar Jackson, and fucking Tony Banks. That's who I compare. <laughs> That's who I compare fucking Anthony Richardson to. Tony hey, Banks. Man. Hold on, Matt. I, I know Tony. I used to throw. With let, me, let me tell you something. Tony Banks is possibly a top five ball spinner of all time.
1: Oh, my God. This conversation. I don't care if you know him or not. I can't do this anymore. If you're going to tell me Tony Banks is a top five ball spinner, the guy who couldn't keep the job with the 0-1 Ravens, I'm not going to be able to fucking continue this conversation. Hold on. I didn't fucking say
0: he's a top five ball spinner that played. He never fucking what? played with the – I said as far as going out here and throwing the ball on the oh, in the street. The beach. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. No. Tony, Banks, they'll tell you. NFL people will tell you. Tony Banks could spin it with anybody. Well, then that
1: why? Was, yeah. Why couldn't he play?
0: Well, he's like he's like a poor man's Derek Carr. He can't fucking get out his own way.
1: So, well, that's, that's nine out of ten quarterbacks that can't fucking read a defense. And that's why I'm
0: comparing Andy Anthony Richardson to Tony. Full
1: circle. <laughs>
0: so I think he ain't he ain't Michael Vick and he ain't Lamar Jackson. I think he can be a Vince Young who didn't play very long. And I think he could be a Tony Banks, a could-have-been motherfucker who has talent who just can't fucking play the position.
1: He's going to get drafted high. Somebody's going to leverage their future on him. And three years from now, we're going to be sitting around going, why the fuck can't this guy read a defense? Where is he throwing the ball? Why can't he throw the check down? Why is he taking off sorely? Why does he look like a running quarterback? Blah, blah, blah. Because maybe he should have stayed at Florida for fucking two more years and learned how to play the position from Napier. That's and because I think him leaving this after this year is a massive red flag. That means he just wants to get paid. I agree. He doesn't want to learn from Billy. He doesn't want to improve on the six and six record at Florida. All he wants Some agent told him you're going to go first round. And he was like, fuck school. I'm out. And look, go get your money, bro. But I'm telling you the long game is where you make your fortune in the NFL. Not the short game. If you can't get to a second contract to be a bona fide starter in this league, you are never going to make fuck you money, and that is a fucking fact.
0: I agree. That's a good point. He, he. If you don't want to stay somewhere and get better when you know you are not
1: ready, you Maybe either you have a can't draft can. you exactly. You
0: have a shitbird circle around you. Number one, a bunch of yes men and do boys, guaranteed. Oh, I already know. And you have an agent who's a piece of shit who gives a fuck about your future, and you just want to get a quick check. He's just he does not he does that over and over with 25,000 guys, Matt. I know. I know. It's like, all right, here's my take. Before you get out of here, I know you're leaving. I got to go, too. Yes, I got to go. All right. Jake Hayner, the kid that's at Fresno, I compare his ass more to Drew Brees and Matt Ryan. Oh, that kid can fucking play. Yeah, I, I like him. As, I I, I, I kind of compare him to Eli Manning as well. A kid who can stand in there, throw it. He can make enough plays with his feet, and he's, can. I think he can win Because Eli didn't do great in college either as far as the winning goes, and he won two Super Bowls. I think this kid can be a guy like that as well as –
1: Where is he projected? Second, third?
0: uh, They got it. They don't even have him on the fucking top
1: three, three, three rounds. Well, then they will oh. go third, third, fifth, something like that. But you got you got him.
0: You got the Tanner McGee, McKee kid out of Stanford who's 6'6", 240. I, reminds me a little bit of Big Ben. You got Cam Rising, who I recruited, was at Utah. Hendon Hooker's at Tennessee. Poor man's Re- Russell w-
1: Wilson, in my opinion. Those guys can actually – see, this is the difference with the draft these days. Most of the time, the guys at the top of the draft are athletic freaks. The guys who can really play, they get drafted in the second and third round fourth round because they're not actual athletic freaks they're just quarterbacks
0: uh, exactly right and and i got i'm gonna get into all that uh, next week i'm gonna break down this whole draft with the qbs but i think that i think hendon hooker is a poor man's russ wilson i think aiden o'connell is a poor man's kurt warner and then you got the old 36 year old stetson bennett you got dtr out of ucla you That's got the kj 100. jefferson kid you got Tua's brother you got J- Jaron Hall out of BYU is another big kid, but we're scared of the Mormon milf hunter already coming out of BYU. So we don't know about BYU quarterbacks right now. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Take Matt. I don't know. But all I know is this motherfucker is the best thing. Uh,
2: ever. I got to admit, OJ, when you took the stand, the guy who's in
0: the. I love OJ.
2: I got to go. <laughs>
0: hey, be good, man. I see yeah. A. A. Matt. Hey, Matt. Have you seen this? <laughs>
1: What's happening? I don't know. I just want to show you that. Well, All right, man. My day's ruined.
0: Goodbye. Later.
1: Later.
0: Matt McChesney. Hey, I appreciate everybody jumping in. I got to get ready to go. I got to do a bunch of things. I'm putting in some more turf in my backyard. Ash ate my fucking turf in my, on my dog's run side. And I'm going to put some turf in uh, where I have a bunch of mulch at because it won't clog up my drain. So I'm going to spend a bunch of fucking money this weekend and put in some turf. But I'm doing it as I leave, and I will be out of town while they do it. So I got to get that all prepped and ready. And then I got to go do a bunch of shit before I can get out of here. And I'm going to try to leave here around 11 o'clock this morning and drive to Scottsdale. Go hang out with Pat Perez. Just wait. You'll see some videos me and Pat fucking around, cooking and drinking and chilling. Uh, I'll probably go out to Silverleaf with them, hang out. And you never know what we get into, but... I will see you guys back on Monday. I appreciate you pounding the like button. Hit the button. Subscribe. Become a member if you're not one. Uh, I appreciate you guys. I I hate to cut it short this morning, but I got to get out of here and get ready. I got to go rake and flatten out this area where the turf's going in. And then uh, fucking Ash, I got to go beat his ass for fucking eating a bunch of turf up last night. His ass ate, demolished my backyard yesterday. This motherfucker, stogie-esque. Uh, but I love him. It's his house. He could do what the fuck he wants. Um, I'm taking a different approach with Ash, Lucy. I used to beat Stogie's ass. Me and him used to have wars. I got all kinds of marks. Um, I haven't fucked with Ash like that for fucking up. I've just rubbed his nose in it. I kind of pointed it. In. I don't beat him up because I'm taking a different approach. And Ash is much more calm than Stogie. He doesn't have the same asshole demeanor. He is an asshole, but he's a good asshole. He's a slapdick. He's not a fuckstick and shitbird. Stogie had all three. Stogie had all three in him, but that was my shitbird, so it is what it is. But Ash is much more mild-mannered, but he's still an asshole, and I got to teach this motherfucker. You wait till you see the video that he did. Uh, Wait till you see the video that um, he absolutely fucked me. Uh, yesterday, and I got to share this with you before I get out of here. I got to share this fucking video. Let me see if I can get it. Let me see if I get this fucking video. Um, God damn it. Let me see if I can share this right here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know if I could share it. Let me see. How can I do this? Um, I'm going to try to put this video up. This is what I came home to yesterday. If I can share it, I want to. I want to see if I could. Uh, if I can share it real quick. Um, yeah, man, dogs will fight. Hey, hey, sh- hey, Schulte, Don't, don't, um, don't put your hands in there. I used to do that. I learned a long time ago. Don't do that. You know what you do? Just get your power water hose out, dog. Get your power washer, spray that bitch right in their mouth and they'll break up. And and carry some uh carry some hot sauce around. If you ever get into a fight, grab some hot sauce and throw fucking sprinkle some hot sauce in their mouth. Hit, sprinkle some hot sauce in their mouth and uh and do that. So Mike Evans, if you don't know me by now and don't know who I am and you think that I'm just going to sit here and get hung up on and just take it, then you don't really know me. So if you don't think that it is a show and it's a fucking act, then you're not very smart, bro. But I appreciate you. Keep watching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, It's funny when all my boys sitting there like, Uh, That's a fucking act. JB's ass would have fucking went off on his ass many moons ago. It's funny that you people that don't know me once again. Same motherfuckers who assume that, you know, me really think that I'm (laughs) that I'm sitting there taking it. (laughs) God damn, homie. Get a fuck like wake up. Hold on, dog. Here we go. Let's see. Callie, what's wrong? Why, what's, why you, what? what yeah. Come here, Ash. Callie, what's going on? Why did you, why are you guys acting like this? What did you do? No, you don't just come over here and sit by me for no fucking reason. What's going on? No. What did you guys do? I don't see nothing. Did you do something bad? Just wait Lucy Holy fuck Are you shitting me man? Who did this? Who the fuck did all this motherfucker man Come here Get over here Ash Come here No don't look at it, Callie come here right here Come here Ash ash come here now get over here no don't you run away excuse me today you're not talking yeah you're already an asshole excuse me man. i'm telling you right now you guys are going to be caged up sit down did you do that over there look at you where are you going that boy. You know I got camera, right? Now don't get your ass down. That boy. Look at that. Come here. You see what you did? Yeah, look. Did that boy. Come here. That boy. Come here. Come here. Let's go. Motherfucker's watching this. Who did this?
1: That boy. Look at that.
0: Who did this? Who did that? You did that? Come here. You do that? Did you I'm do that? I'm going to fuck you up. Did you do that? Look, did you do that? You bad boy. You did bad boy. Yeah, you did bad boy. Alright. Go lay down. Um, yeah, he's guilty as fuck. But he's a good dude. Shake. He loves shaking. That motherfucker will shake all day though, motherfucker. Hey. Appreciate you guys, man. Uh, See you guys on Monday. Stay tuned over the weekend. Pound the like button as you leave. Uh, Next week's going to be a good one, man. Stay tuned. We'll get after it. Got a lot of good guests. Got some MMA UFC fighters on, Hector, next week. I know you don't care about MMA like that, but I know a lot of you guys do. So we'll have – I'll tell you who I have. Uh, Let me tell you. You guys may know this guy. You may know this guy um terrence mckinney you guys know terrence mckinney he'll be on the show next week and uh so will aaron taylor so well uh harold verner Liv golfer uh got a lot of people coming on next week appreciate all you guys man i'll see you on the other side peace
2: Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but uh, I gotta admit, when he took the stand, a guy who's an habitual liar, I did watch Um, um, when the trial first started. uh, I watched him take the stand and I uh, thought it was probably a mistake because the guy is an admitted liar and it's hard for me to think he can be on the stand five, six, seven, eight days uh, without lying question is, what did he lie about? Uh, but lying and stealing money is a little different than murder. Uh, I realized in watching them testify what he was doing. He was just trying to relate to one or two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them. Uh, and I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing that. Uh, I am not qualified to to really say if the guy did it or he didn't do it. Uh, you know, if a juror miss an hour of testimony, they no longer qualified.